Hello and welcome to the Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast. I'm back after a week's hiatus, having bypassed the match play, which is an event that I have not had a place payout in five years of recorded data. I thought it would be a good week to rest this voice, rest your ears from it, and get stuck into loads of research for the Masters, which is coming to us next week. And I, for one, cannot wait. It's going to be incredible. Oh, it's like a kid at Christmas for the Masters and for all golf fans out there, isn't it? So we have this week, in the lead up to it, Valero Texas Open coming to us from TPC San Antonio, the Oaks course. It's a very good course, a tough layout and one that will give the players good preparation ahead of what is a tiring, grueling but also exciting Masters week. As ever on this week's podcast, I'm going to cover five key areas, the course preview, the skill sets required, and then the review of the top, the middle, and the bottom of the market. There will also be lots of snippets in there if you tune in for the full duration that will help you with your own DraftKings lineups and perhaps help you making your own outright selections if you do not wish to follow the podcast blindly. Can I just ask a quick favour If you are enjoying the podcast, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Getting some more ratings and rankings on there would be beneficial. In addition, I am now starting to text people um, on a group the selections prior to releasing this podcast. There are plenty of times when the prices move, um, not because of my money, but because we're on to selections that the majority or um, the smart money will come to later in the week and I'm able to bring you the top prices and the best selections earlier. I have a job in the day and therefore I can't record this uh, on a Monday when the prices first come out and often I'm able to share thoughts via text message and email prior to that that will help you get on at top price. So my ask is, If you are enjoying the content and want to be part of an early notification service, please drop, and it can be anonymous, you don't have to give any names, you can set up a fake email address to do this, an email to gingerbets at icloud.com and just say, I want to be part of the early preview. If I get you on that list, you will be part of the early preview that comes out before the podcast, and that will enable you to get the top prices, the early picks, and all the key insights before we tune into this podcast later on a Monday evening and sometimes on a Tuesday because that's when it gets more listens. So please, if golf betting is important to you, send me an email, gingerbets at icloud.com. You can remain anonymous and I will add you to a distribution list where I'm going to share my thoughts before it reaches all of the podcast distribution systems. Right, without further ado, let's get into this week's podcast where we're going to cover the course, the skill sets required, the top, the middle and the bottom of the market preview and then these four outright selections and one big price bad boy at 100 to 1 plus on the exchanges win only and also 90 to 1 with one sportsbook. Stay tuned. This week's course then 
comes to us from Texas. It is TPC San Antonio, the Oaks course, and the host at the Valero Texas Open. We are looking at a par 72, circa 7,450 yards off the tips, and that will change over the course of the four days as the tournament organizers look to vary up off the tee. This is a true test and will require players to have a solid tee to green game for sure, but more importantly, a world-class iron game and then be able to put on these very undulating surfaces. Let's take it from the tee box then. What will the players face? From the tee box, they're gonna face a variety of different shots. They're gonna be some that are tree-lined, very much like Augusta next week, and they're gonna be some that are fairly open, but it is a true test off the tee. You cannot spray it everywhere. However, I do not feel that it favours bombers at all, and I think that players that are just average or even short off the tee have a chance of winning this week, which isn't always the case on the PGA Tour. Let's assume our players hit it right down the centre of the fairway. This is where the challenge begins. You're going to have to hit greens on this course, and from these Bermuda grass fairways, we're going to have perfect lies. We've also got Bermuda grass all around the rough areas and in and around the greens. Also, on the putting surfaces this week, we have Champion Bermuda with a Poa Trivlias Overseed, which basically means that these greens will be some of the best the players see all year. So we find ourselves in the centre of the fairway, looking up at that pin, and this is where the challenge begins. I think your players are going to have to have a strong iron game this week, and if not, they're going to fall by the wayside. It is going to be a true test and you're gonna to have to hit to key parts of the green at certain times because they are very undulating, very much like the players will face next week at the Masters. Putting services, as I've said, they will be pristine, so expect to see plenty of putts rolled in, and as we'll come on to in the next section, um, please do pay attention to players with good short-term putting form this week. I wouldn't want to be on someone who's losing strokes gained putting consistently. Um, at all so i expect a winning score wind dependent this will be the wind can get up here but i expect a winning score a tougher test than we've seen we have scores as low 20 under par here but i expect it to be 13 to 15 under par this week that's the course let's get into the skill sets required for your player to lift that trophy come sunday evening skill sets required section then let's break down the key skill sets that will make or break your player's performance this week at the Valero Texas Open. As ever, I have five of them, and a couple of them I think are real strong indicators if you want your player to have success this week. As ever, you can use this section to make your own picks, narrow down a field of 10 to 3 or 6 to 2 selections, or you can trust in the Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast Research and follow our outright selections coming to you in the next section blindly. So what do I think is the number one and most important attribute this week? Greens in regulation. Iron play at this track is of paramount importance. It is a proper test and if the wind gets up it becomes even more so um, important that players are striking their irons crisply. So I want to pay particular attention to greens in regulation stats. I think it's going to be a key indicator this week. In addition to that, and to follow on for it, 
proximity to the hole will be something that I encourage you to look at and I've done that this week myself. Not always do I consider proximity to the hole, but this week I do, and let me tell you why. This is a tough track. Bogies are inevitably going to be made. And when that's the case, it is more important than ever that when you find yourself 100, 120 yards out in the center of the fairway, that you're gonna dial into that pin and give yourself easy birdie conversion chances. So the first two key metrics for me this week and they correlate with each other slightly greens in regulation proximity to the hole third you're going to miss some of these greens for sure and i want players that have got good scrambling performance of recent times or around the green stats uh, strokes gain stats i've done that research and i've considered that strongly in a couple of my picks this week one of them doesn't have great scrambling stats however he is really good in the green and regulation and proximity stats so I've forgiven him that so I encourage you to look for a player when you're making your final selections if you're not following my outright selections to look at players that have good short-term around the green and scrambling stats this course gives us five par four sorry par fives the winner will have to take advantage of those par fives without a shadow of a doubt and therefore, I want to look at players and I encourage you to look at players that have good long-term strokes gained, par five performance stats in their favor. And finally, the greens are very undulating here. They're gonna be fast. They're gonna be in pristine condition. And therefore, I want a player that has good short-term putting performance. I do not want players that are consistently losing strokes against the field with their putting. So to bring you the five and to quickly recap them, greens in regulation, standout stat for me this week. Second, proximity to the hole. Third, scrambling around the green performance, a bit of a hybrid there. Fourth, par five scoring. And fifth, putting short-term performance. They're the stats I've looked at and I encourage you to do so. Now for the bit that you've been waiting for. The review of the top, the middle, the bottom of the market, four outright selections, two at the top of the market, and two big price 50 to 1 plus bad boys for you. Coming your way, stay tuned for the next seven or eight minutes. We have arrived at the part you all tune in for, really. The review of the top, the middle, and the bottom of the market. And those all-important four outright selections with two in the 50 to one plus price range, which I'm pretty excited to bring you this week. We are recording this, or should I say we, there is no we, I am recording this on Tuesday evening, and therefore we have the news that Dustin Johnson has pulled out of the tournament. Some of you that are on the text messaging service will have received my tips on Monday morning, and, um, I, and we'll be already on at more favorable prices. However, I'm not gonna change any of my selections based on, on, um, on DJ's withdrawal. He was heading the market at around seven to one top price. He's now out of it and we have Jordan Spieth heading the market at 12 to one. And given the field that we're looking at this week, I do not think that he is, uh, I do think, should I say, that he is the right favorite. When you have Tony Finau at second favorite, you know that the field is weak. 
For those of you that are interested in backing Jordan Spieth this week, and I think there is every reason to do so, and I haven't said that once on any podcast this year, he is the same price as he's likely to be next week, um, give or take a few points. He's top price 12 to 1. He'll probably be 14 to 1 with bookmakers next week, and certainly maybe 12 to 1 with the majority of books as they go 9, 10, and 11 places. So he's the right, he's the right favourite this week for me. However, he's just not a player that I'll be backing. I can see why you would back him, and if he's a player that you like, do not let me put you off. His game is trending upwards. He's striking the ball better than ever. I think in the last uh, 20 rounds, he is third or fourth in strokes gained on approach, which is a real key metric here. I've touched upon that in the skill set section. So he is somebody uh, that I wouldn't put you off, but he's just a little short for me. Um, he will be desperate to get over the line, though, ahead of Masters Week, and it wouldn't surprise me. He's a determined character, and uh, I'm sure he will return to the winner's circle soon, but not for me at 10 to 1 and 12 to 1. Happy to jump over Tony Finno as ever. He's not actually in the form of his life at the moment. Scotty Scheffler, he's another in the top of the market that is coming off a very tiring weekend in the match play. Five consecutive days and then getting beat in the final where he seemed to run out of steam. Hideki Matsuyama, he's available at top price 18 to 1. Well, you know my thoughts on Hideki, guys. When I see him on my models, which he is flashing up in the top 10 this week, I look at that post-it note, never, ever, ever put your money on him. He's not won since 2018, I don't think. Right, that brings us to the first selection this week and a player I'm extremely confident on. Certainly challenging the places, if not pushing for that win come Sunday. And that is Abraham Answer. He's been popular in other betting tipping sites this week, but those of you that tune into the text message services will know that that was a selection that was high on my priority list on Monday morning. Why? Because this course does not demand huge length. It does demand a good short game. It demands a great iron play, and that Abraham answer has plenty of. He's also trending high in my model this week. He'll be keen to get his first PGA Tour win on board. And um, what better week to do it in the lead up to the Masters where he has some um, previous form as well. So the first and headline selection this week, without a shadow of a doubt, my most confident bet, Abraham Answer, to lead the way of our attack at 22 to 1. He was available at 25 to 1 earlier in the week, but with the withdrawal of DJ, he is now a best price 22 to 1 with William Hill. And I suggest you take those odds. He will go off at 20 to 1, I'm sure. Let's get into that mid-market review section where there are plenty of players to look at and I have my second selection coming to you. When we're looking at this mid-market range this week, we're looking at the 25 to 1 range all the way through to 50 to 1 and that includes players like Corey Connors, Ryan Palmer, Charlie Hoffman, Siwoo Kim, Tringali, Chris Kirk, Brendan Steele, Cameron Davis, Zach Johnson, Sam Burns, to name a few. Even Matt Kuchar's in this list. So let me give you some thoughts here, and I'm going to fire through these fairly rapidly this week. Siwoo Kim came out third, I think, in my sixth in my model. Zach Johnson came out third. I'm going to pass over Siwoo this week. Excuse me. Why? I'm not sure his proximity stats are as dialed in as they are when he's got his A game on him. 
He's, um, what is in his favour is his scrambling performance and strokes gained around the green is really good right now and a lot better than people give him credit for. His bogey avoidance stats are also awesome and that's going to come into play this week. But I'm happy to pass over Siwoo at 35 to 1 and wait for him to drift into that 50 to 1 plus price band where I'd be more happy to dial into him with the upside of the place payouts being more favourable. Cameron Tringali was very high in my models this week, but I cannot be backing him at as short as 30 to 1. He's as short as 22 to 1 with Unibet, which is an outrageous price. It wouldn't surprise me if he's leading the field after day three. He will not convert. He has form for falling down the leaderboard on day four. Pretty good selection, though, for your DraftKings picks. Brendan Steele, not striking the ball as consistently as he has been, and therefore he's one that I'm happy to pass over at 40 to 1. Player that will be popular and is someone I've always got an eye on, Sam Burns. He came close to a selection for me this week, but just fell short. I didn't quite feel that he was in good enough form to convert. But on a course that demands solid ball striking, tee to green, where putting isn't the uh, only factor, it's not a putting contest, he is a player that could rise to the top. And if he's in your shortlist, I'd consider him strongly. So, Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer, by the way, are also people that players that would be, um, that I wouldn't put you off. Um, Charlie Hoffman is in great form at the moment, very consistent form, but he's just too short for me. Interesting stat, not mine. Charlie Hoffman never missed a cut at this tournament. I think it's nine from nine, but I stand corrected on that. What I don't stand, he's unsure. What I am sure of, he's never missed a cut. Stat courtesy of Justin Ray uh, on Twitter. If you do not follow him, do follow him from the 15th club. He gives you insight after insight after insight and will certainly aid your betting decisions over the next weeks and years to come. So who is my second selection of the week? The second selection of the week comes to you from this price bracket. He's a player that I have good, uh, good vibes for this week. His short game is on point. He scrambles extremely well. His iron game hasn't been as dialed in um, um, as, as it could be. However, as mentioned earlier on in this podcast, I'm willing to f forgive him that and hope that he brings his A game this week. If the wind gets up as well, this player will definitely stand a better chance. You're wondering who it is. Second selection of the week, available at 40 to one with the Betfair Sportsbook and Unibet, Chris Kirk. Second selection of the week, Chris Kirk. I'm gonna quickly jump into my third selection of the week. This is a player that ranks very high on my strokes gained greens in regulation data and proximity to the whole data. His gain strokes with his irons in each of his last four tournaments and not just the half stroke, he's gained up to two and a half, three strokes in some of those tournaments. And this week where ball striking is gonna be a real key factor I'm more than happy to take a chance on this Latino superstar. Third selection of the week. He's available at now a best price 55 to 1 with Bet365. I would encourage you probably to take the 45 to 1 on offer with William Hill and the eight places that are available there, also available at other sports books with eight places. Who is it? Latino Griffin. Lanto Griffin 
is a player that I think has got a PGA Tour win or two in him and he's a great ball striker on a tough test where wind may play its part. He's someone that I'd want on side. He also has an underrated short game and if he can hit, if he can gain strokes consistently with his iron play this week, much like Corey Connors did back in 2019, he has a similar profile and believe he can get into the winner's circle. So you've had the first three selections of the week. I've promised you one big boy and he's coming. Unfortunately, the 100 to one has disappeared, but he is available at a best price 90 to one. And I'm sure that if we went back six, 12 months, this player would be as short as 33 to one. He's not in elite form right now, but his, his stats are trending upwards and it wouldn't surprise me in a weak field on a ball striking test if he was come to come to the fore. Let's get into this big outsider section and bring you the fourth and final selection for the Ginger Bets. Be good, outright picks for the Valero Texas Open. Stay tuned. We have had winners of this tournament ranging from 100 to 1. Corey Connors, I think, in 2019. 200 to 1 winners of this tournament when it's preceded the Masters. So this week, I want to fire one dart at a player at that 100 to 1 price band or there or thereabouts. I won't keep you waiting any longer. This player, he sits ninth in proximity to the hole from 150 to 175 yards, eighth in 150 to 200 yards. In overall proximity, fits seventh in my model over the last 24 rounds. His iron play is bob on, and that is the key strength to his game. His putting is always indifferent, but that is the case with many an elite player. Think Colin Morikawa, for example. I'm not saying this guy's in this class, he's not. But a lot of the elite players are, um, are up and down with their putting performance. In addition, his scrambling performance, strokes gained around the green performance, is positive in compared to his peers in the last four tournaments he's played in. So the fourth and final selection this week, at a massive 90 to one and 80 to one with eight places, Eric Van Royen is my fourth and final selection this week. So to recap, we have at the top of the market, without a shadow of doubt, the number one pick, Abraham Answer. He's available at 22 to 1 best price now. We have coming in at second, Chris Kirk at 40 to 1. We then have Latino Griffin. Lanto, should I say. I don't know why I call him Latino Griffin. Lanto Griffin, should I say, is the guy that comes in third. And then our fourth and final selection for those shooting for the stars and wanting to retire next week. Eric Ramoring available at 90 to 1 and a lot bigger win only on the exchanges. Thank you for tuning in this week. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Next week we have Masters Week and I'm going to be bringing you three days. Monday where we'll do the outright selections. Tuesday where we'll look at the side markets and Wednesday where we'll look at the three bulls. They're going to be short 15 minute segments each of them to give you enough insight and hopefully give you the opportunity to tune in each and every day ahead of what is one of the best weeks of the whole year for golf fans and certainly for me speaking selfishly. As ever, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd be extremely grateful if you could follow on Twitter, 
drop me a line on Twitter, perhaps engage in some of the podcast comments and certainly follow if, if, if possible at all. It would also be great if you could supply some podcast reviews. So if you're on Apple Tunes and listening, it'd be great if you could give it a four, a five, a three star, whatever you feel is the truth and some honest feedback. I'd be really grateful for those guys. Thank you for listening. Look forward to speaking to you next week and bringing you the Masters winner. If nothing else, be good. Thank you very much.